Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here comes Johnny singing oldies goodies, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Spanner and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Pete Donaldson's here. Stay out of my bins. Pencil has been thrown on the nipple of Pete Donaldson. Just trying to get his attention. What a way to start the show, everybody. Get their attention. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, throw a pencil at him. Yeah. Oh. The only thing to hand. <laughs> um, it's lovely to have you with us once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's a new week. It's a new dawn. International football still here. It's still international week, guys. <laughs> Lingering around like a, like a bad smell. No! We like international football. We are... Flag bearers. You're damn right. I, I, I agree. I like international football, but I was mm. going to say I was using the metaphor of a bad smell because anyone mm. who's present in this room will know exactly what I'm talking about. But we all <laughs> enjoy a bad smell. No choice, mate. <laughs> if you've been accustomed to the smell, 
you, you uh, learn to live with it. Um, Roy <laughs> Hodgson last week revealed that uh, he turned down the chance to be a contestant on Strictly Come Dance and doing us all a, a favour in one sense. No, let's enjoy that fact. He's a, cu- he's, a, like. he's a cultured guy, he knows several languages. He could, he could move from Flamengo to Waltz at any no, moment. I don't, I, don't think, I, I don't think knowing the language of a dance means you can automatically do it. It's yeah. the language of love, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think that adds anything. But, Jim, don't you think that he would be good at the waltz, for example? Mm. Very yeah, true and proper. You have a nice put a tux on, he could do that. Yeah. If you look at the cha 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 or the quick step or yeah. the American smooth, <laughs> any sort of, he's going to struggle. Yeah. He's struggle. Any sort of break dancing. Yeah, that's not, that's not, well, that's not a week. They don't do break dancing. They, 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 they should do that. It's, it's body popping. Yeah. Did you pick up any samba from your time in Brazil, yeah. Roy? Mm. Well, if anyone didn't pick up any samba <laughs> from spending three or four weeks in Brazil in the summer of 2016, uh, 2014, 2014, it would be Roy Hodgson. I, 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 I realised that point was lost. Mm. we taking so long to think of the year. Well, after, the, <laughs> after, that, I after England going out after two games in a, in a World Cup, if Hodgson was then seen at a club dancing samba, it wouldn't mm. have looked good. Well. But then if he'd have said, well, I'm just doing this because one day I might be on Strictly Come Down, so be, well. <laughs> no, I'll still be annoyed. <laughs> is, that wor- is that worse than any sort of riverboat trip before the Iceland game? What was the riverboat trip? I don't remember that. It, he didn't, effectively, didn't he not watch Iceland's game? Well, there was something where he basically had the opportunity to do some preparation for the Iceland game, but instead he just went on a, went on a lovely little trip by Good. boat. I think that's the right thing to do. Well, they sent Neville, Gary Neville, and, a, and another coach to watch them, and uh, and he can't be trusted. Clearly, watching no. football. Um, well, if you could enter <laughs> any England manager into a reality TV show, who and what would it be, Jim? So Sam Allardyce famously was uh, in charge of England for sixty-seven days. Yeah, and in my show, sixty-seven days, yeah. he, would, <laughs> he would have that exact amount of time to get a ragtag group of former England managers out of the Siberian wilderness mm-hmm. wow. back into civilization. Yeah. Right? Mm. And if they all survive and are you know mentally sound at the end of it, he gets his job back. Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> That's nice. And then it's narrated by Gareth Southgate, who obviously really wants him to win. I'd, I'd like to agree <laughs> like that. <laughs> that sounds great. Who, who are you, you going to take along? Well, you can't have everything the manager. Why not? Why do you, I think why not? Series could run and make run. it as hard as possible. I, I think you even put Stuart Pearce in there as well, because he did a game, didn't he? Yeah. That's going to be a hindrance. And Peter Taylor. Howard Peter Wilkinson. Taylor, yeah. Did Howard Wilkinson. Yeah. yeah, Wilkinson was like one or maybe a few games in charge. But he had two. Caretaker manager. Yeah. So mm. you've got, you got Sven and Capello in there as well, who are going to mm. be both, you know, both big characters. Yeah. We know we know ladies around to distract him. Who knows what Sven would be capable Jim, of, Jim, I think frankly. one or two of these managers might be more keen on this than others. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think none of them would be that keen. Peter Taylor. You think he'd be up for that? No, I just don't think he's got anything else going on. Stuart Pearce might be up for it. Oh, Pearce would be, yeah. Pearce Pearce is your best man for that, I think. 67 days. I can see it now, actually. Mm. Big um, billboard advert, like like when Lost came out. Yeah, absolutely. That type of stuff, yeah. Survival shows are big. Be like the island. With like a, de- a desolate scene behind them and all the England yeah. managers walking away from it, like in yeah. Hollywood mm. when people walk away from explosions. Yeah. What would the tagline be? Don Don Revy's punched a bear. That wouldn't be the tagline. <laughs> no. Don Revy has well, died. It wouldn't be. You'd have to. He's long since died. You'd have to do a sort of Star Wars style CGI thing for Don <laughs> Revy, and that wouldn't be yeah. on. <laughs> what? You couldn't have him back on the show. I mean, this is a fantasy show that you just made up, and we can't resurrect Don Revy for the occasion. I've thought of a tagline. It's my one. Right. Go eight, on. eight lions. No food. <laughs> <laughs> I like that very much. Yeah, we just Allardyce are like a polar bear cub's head in his jaws <laughs> yeah. in the poster. Yeah, well, I'm still wedded to Don Ruffy's punched a bear, yeah. personally. Well, that could be your one. Okay. Your Remember that. a short show, that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Has he done it? Yeah. Well, Don, Re- <laughs> Don Revy, by the way, who's still dead, <laughs> punching a bear. <laughs> yeah. Not a show, is it? Walter Winterbottom, trying to start a fire. Why do you think of the oldest ones? <laughs> 
literally hey, the first one do you know after who the my manager one. was before that and don't look on the internet I do know what it is because yeah. it, 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 it comprises my answer so Te- shush you go oh, right, right, Luke you right, go right. Um, I've got a reality show lined up where Terry Venables yes did he get a mention in your one? No, it's Big he Sam. No, he, he would be there, though, wouldn't okay, he? Okay, right. He wouldn't fancy it. No, I mean, Coles. Luke, I think none of them are going <laughs> to fancy this. <laughs> the thing is, which is ironic, because I actually really quite fancy it. Yeah, I'd be uh, really happy um, watching that. Anyway, so Terry Venables um, gets um, a, a plot of land. I don't know where. I mean, it doesn't really matter where, I suppose. And he's, and he's been given a uh, shelter for homeless uh, dogs with no owners. Okay, and he has to uh, rescue and find owners, new owners, for as many of them as he can. Here we go. And it's going to be called Terriers. <laughs> you, that, can, I, I'm, I'm like, looking can, at you, Spiller. I'm looking at you. You're on board with this. I kind of switched off a little bit in the middle of that. Hang oh, on, I, so, love, I love Kevin Keegan no, no. mopping up the shit. <laughs> can you mop up shit? No, probably not. Um, Don't mop know. up shit, guys. I've never seen Luke so so pleased with himself in all <laughs> my life. And you could tell something was coming because when the old cogs were going round... Mm. Pete wasn't listening. I'll, I'll keep it quick again. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep it quick. Um, Terry Venables, finding owners for homeless dogs. Right. Uh, terriers. Nice. Okay. I like that. Thank it, you. Yeah, it's, right. yeah, okay. Penny's, I don't, Penny's dropped over that side of the desk now. I don't normally like the play on words, but I'm having it. Good. Mm. Terry, terriers. Terriers. <laughs> keep saying it. Yeah. And they would, and, the, and there's presumably the dogs are sleeping, the cannibals. Cannibals? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Terrier cannibals. <laughs> cannibals? Yeah. Oh, dear. Right, Peter. That's even better, I think, yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Wow. Are you Thanks. coming around to wordplay, Pete? I think yeah. I am a little bit. Yeah. Oh. I mean, mainly because my answer's so terrible. I'm yeah. trying to curry the favour of you guys. I'll just stick the International Select Committee in uh, Big Brother House. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they're probably all dead. Because that's yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm allowed they, to resurrect them for this feature. You should explain so, that that's how the England team was selected before Winterbottom, the and they had a, a distinct manager, mm. like mid forties. I, I must say, I would watch a show where Pete tries to resurrect some people from the yeah. dead oh. with the expressed concern of getting them in a reality show. Well, I'm already in, in a voodoo, as I discussed on a previous ramble. Hey, you would you would probably wager these days in 2017 if you did resurrect a load of dead human beings, it would automatically be a reality show. Already, yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. There you go. Um, I would, I would have a show called Going Dutch with Steve McLaren. Okay, where he goes on out on dates with women. Now, Going Dutch, of course, means splitting the bill. It does indeed. So yeah. you watch Steve Thanks McLaren. I may no, be no, ma- some people might not know. Do they? I may be married, but my memory is a little bit better than that. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so he goes out on a lot of dates with women. A bit like a first dates, I suppose. That mm. kind of that kind of show. At the end of the meal, he has to convince them in his Dutch Dutch accent to go Dutch and split the bill. So with the them. whole the whole sort of first eighty percent of the episode <laughs> is essentially filler. Is he? Yeah. Is he like? <laughs> Is it like first days where you got? Is it first days where you got to cook for the person? Your your place or mine, whatever you call it. Like, you know you got. To cook. No, that's a different. Oh, I know show. what you mean. What show first is that one? The Channel Four one with the, with the fly on the wall, and they have, have d- date in the pub. Oh, or right. Yeah, I, I just want to include the term Dutch oven. So there yeah. we go. <laughs> there we go. You have a chance later on because yeah. yeah. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. say catastrophe. Marcus, before you carry on, is there perhaps someone who could mentor Steve McLaren <laughs> on this? Who's, who's maybe mentored him before? Big Svenigans. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like the guy in first dates. You know that suave. Is he French? He must be French. The suave guy, when you come in, he's at the reception, he's like, hello, let me show you. So yeah, 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 yeah. well, that's Finn. I okay. would like to see a reality TV show involving you called, is he French? He must be French. <laughs> Where you have to walk around trying to find a Frenchman. <laughs> go around Paris. Is he French? He must be French. Is not, he French? Not Paris. No. Go around London looking no. for French people. Oh, well, I will. Love it. More so than I normally do. I want points um, on the dollar. An honourable mention, <laughs> I, I, I did think um, uh, Kevin Keegan appeared on Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> Oh. What, what 
What could go wrong, Jim? Yeah. Well, you thought, do realise there's not an actual hammer. Yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. a man attacking a house Although with a hammer. this might be the first time that ever happened. <laughs> I was about to say, or I thought, have you seen that show, Ice Road Truckers? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you have to drive the, 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 the lorry across that. You're about that. to go, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I am. Oh. Somebody jump in. No, when you, when you drive across, like, is it Alaska or somewhere, with that temporary mm. road that's made of ice? Yeah. Perilous. You know when you said, have you all seen Ice Road Truckers? We all said, yeah. You don't but have to explain. some yeah. people. <laughs> there are other people listening to this. Can I let the listeners behind the, the cutter? download figure's back it up, believe me. <laughs> Can I let the uh, listeners behind the cutter and just yeah. let them know that um, before we did this, Marcus gave us a pretty decent talk or two saying, none of you mentioned Keegan. And yeah. <laughs> Especially because he was on It's a Knockout as well yeah. and didn't fare yeah. very well. You're not even mentioned that. He didn't super... get knocked out, though, did he? He didn't no. get knocked out. He, he... That was Superstars. Super... Was that Superstars yeah. where he cut his arms? Yeah. Falling off that bike, yeah. Well, there we are. are. Yeah, move there on. We are. We've got to move on because yeah. otherwise we could get bogged down there. No, you, you, <laughs> could. you could. Oh, that horse is bolted. <laughs> Keegan on the back. <laughs> um, I, I think Jim's definitely got the point. Right, Jim. Oh, well done. Well done, Jim. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the European World Cup qualifiers where England stuffed Lithuania 2 0. Mm. Jermaine Defoe scored and was man of the match. What'd Gareth they... Southgate told you all. What did they expect coming to Wembley trying to get a result, Lithuania? Pathetic. Set <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> packing, didn't we? Yeah. Take the 3 0. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you know, you lose a goal, but you go with more dignity. Yeah. Indeed, you do. Yeah, just... And you haven't had to make a trip. You haven't yeah, had to come. Exactly. You saved a lot of money. Come and just defend loads. Yeah. Cowards. Yeah. <laughs> did, was Southgate vindicated, Jim, and sticking in, in, in picking Jif- Jermaine Defoe? Um, I guess to a degree, but I think the point stands that, you know, is this the Jermaine Defoe we're going to have in, in, you know, over a year's time in Russia? I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, it's. I mean, he's, Southgate is saying he can he can make the World Cup, and sort of I don't really have a problem with that because what he's trying to get from this, I think, is having the biggest array of motivated options he can possibly have. And when you look at, you know, as we were saying before, like if you do get, say, if Harry Kane's injured for the World Cup, you know, suddenly, you know, or it could be a problem. There aren't that many strikers out there you'd want. So having the option of Defoe is a good one. Now Defoe's old enough and wise enough that Southgate could say, look, you won't make, you're probably not going to make every squad, but I might need you and I might call on you. So just so to have him ready for that um, can only be a good thing. And I mean, look at someone like Luca Tony, who they were older and they made an impact at a tournament. Defoe is, you know, he's an experienced player, so that could that could work, isn't it? And I think as well with, with Southgate, he sort of. You, you've got to manage England in two different ways. I mean, you've got to manage them sensibly for the future, but you've got to manage them for the here and now to yeah, the press. I, I do agree with that. And I think that's what he's doing with Defoe. Yeah. Would, would Jamie Vardy and his black eye would have been disappointed, Pete, not to start? Well, uh, when he came on, he um, he could he was one on one with a keeper and missed. So no, not really. I don't yeah. think he would be. He, he, he did score a nice goal though. Yeah, yeah. Let's, nice let's not forget that. Let's, I will not forget that. Because that no. happened before the miss. <laughs> yeah, no. Are you um, saying the miss cancels the goal out for you? Yeah, I think it does. I, I have to say that I really feared for the interview when he asked him off 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 piste how he got his black eye. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the question was who was brave enough to give you that? Yeah, <laughs> this, this could go anywhere. This this <laughs> this answer. Yeah, it wasn't a convincing answer. It was a little accident. Okay, he said my head or should I say or should I say my eye decided to connect with a football and that's football mm. for you. You should yeah. see the ball, mate. Yeah. yeah. If people weren't convinced on social media about no. this, the mystery of Jamie Vardy's <laughs> black eye or sort of eye... It was, an, it was a black eye that provided with, with natural eyeliner, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Nice. I, I didn't notice it at first. It's it wasn't a, a big swollen on my It's quite like a that. pretty black eye. Uh, yeah, I can see what you're getting from. It looked a bit like, um, a bit like makeup, so I know what you so mean. from a clock like, like a one of the drugs. Yeah. Like a blood blister on his little bit of that. eyelid. It was a lovely setup from Lalana for his goal. Beautiful little pass straight mm. into him. And Ryan Giggs said that Adam Lallana is fast becoming England's main man. This is the man, Luke, who you said that you cannot trust him. He's improved the 
a great deal. I was. I think what I would say to that, Marcus, in response is when I made that point, it was mm-hmm. undoubtedly an excellent point. <laughs> but and things can change. Time yeah. has moved on. Yeah. We've all moved on, mate. To get yeah. over it. Yeah. Three yeah. of us have moved on anyway, <laughs> yeah. Marcus. I think you're a bit out of order. This was the man up. who you said when he was 15 years old wasn't ready to play for <laughs> England. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is, he is fast becoming the main man. I, I'm a bit mm. concerned about the lack of goals in the England team. Yeah. You talk mm. about a Defoe. Uh, I know you asked him that question, but I'm going to just chip in and add a bit Please of meat to the bones as well. I understand picking Defoe for that game because they're probably going to defend deep. They're going to defend with a lot of bodies in the box. So you almost want a snaffler in there just to, to react quicker than everyone else. And that's essentially not what happened, but, but he was able to get the goal because, well, of, his, it was, because of his movement and stuff like that. It, it, was, had, it wasn't like a goal mouth scramble. No, but he had three yards out on it. Four yeah. touches yeah. in the first half. One was a goal. If there that's not a snaffler. That's sort of thing. But Alan Shearer made the same point I made. Um, Last week, in I'm not suggesting he's taken my ideas, but <laughs> it was a coincidence. He, he said it first. He, he yeah. took a lot of your goals. <laughs> yeah, he did actually. <laughs> um, he said that it's it's exciting for the fire and, and fair play to him, but it's a bit depressing for England. I agree with that, and, and, and we have to be careful as an England fans because we talk about <clears throat> Harry Kane leading the line, and I did it last week saying. Um, Harry Kane would be the first choice frontline striker, uh, and 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 if he was fit, he would play. But the reality is, he's only got five England goals. You know, and yeah, he's not been. He's not. He's flattered to deceive a little bit when well, he he's been in English. That much, yeah, but he, but <clears throat> and, and um, what's his called out? Vardy, you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. he's got six, and then Defoe's got about twenty or something, hasn't he? So there's not a huge amount of goals in the team, mm. and, that, and those three players who, who are going to play presumably behind the striker in that formation, they don't score many goals either. I mean, mm. Lallana's not got many for England. Sterling, um, Barkley has hardly scored. Mm. I know he didn't play. Deli Ali, Deli Ali hasn't scored. I know that these a lot of these players are, are still fledgling in terms of their international career, but even so, so it's not maybe the worst thing to have to fire around. And Southgate made the uh, made the point actually in an interview as well he said he's been great all week he's been really great on the training mm. ground he's been good for the players and if Rooney's not going to feature at all um, then maybe it's a sensible thing but I don't necessarily think he's um, he's, he's going to be in the, in the squad next summer it's mm. a transitional team mate yeah, so you got to give some slack. Well, Fifty-one you? years and counting now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is depressing that we don't have like a, a fold line that we perhaps had. Ten years ago, or something like the that. Amount, but we just, we just don't that. have a. But twenty years ago, the amount of strikers England had yeah. is incredible. Andy Shearer, Cole would get a look in. Yeah. Yeah. Right, couldn't score. Robbie Fowler. Yeah, but so the problem many. is, the problem is nowadays most teams that we face will sit back and and, and part the bus effectively. Yep. Not at the Especially tournament. teams that well They'll lick their lips. <laughs> 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 well, sometimes at the tournament, I mean Slovakia and, and mm. Wales did that as well. But uh, but absolutely, but the, the, only eight goals in 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 five games. Mm. Also, they haven't conceded enough. I know that they've not hugely been tested, but mm. you know there's positives at the back as well, and it's you know there are a lot of new players in there clicking into playing together. So I I, I think they'll come good. I yeah. don't know why he didn't play. We talked about this on Thursday as well. I don't know why he didn't play three at the back again. Just put mm. Ben Gibson in. Yeah, there. I mean, That's, I, why did he revert to that again? Apparently, I mean, this was always his plan as well, which worries me because it's it, you know it's what. It's exactly what Hodgson did. Yeah, it we was, were talking about yeah. the other day. Like, kind of bottled it a little bit. Exactly, experimenting in experimenting in big games. Uh, sorry, in friendly games, and it working to a degree, and then just jettisoning it, just jettisoning it when it matters. Well, I like mm. those people. People sometimes mm. say if you go for a back three in a game that you should be winning, it's quite negative because if you have a back four, you're essentially just keeping two back rather than three. Yeah, so, that's so, true. And so no, some I, people I, may say that. Do you think it could be understand. his? Do you think it could be his bigger opposition plan then? Yeah, I, 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 well, yeah, I just I think it's different so, yeah. different challenges for different opponents. I mean, the only point I was making, the reason I brought that up, is because they. He called Ben Gibson up. He, he, he said he switched to four at the back, though, not because of that, Marcus, but because he said that um, they got Jones, Smalling, and injured and Cahill suspended. 
So he brought he, he drafted in Ben Gibson as cover, but then he played four at the back. What he could have just done against Lithuania, who are, who aren't very good, mm. is he could have just brought in Gibson to replace Cahill and mm-hmm. play three at the start of three at the back. Yeah. And I don't think it would have been too negative because the way England play, they could just bombed on. I mean, the, the wing backs could have spent loads of time up there anyway. Mm. It yeah. would have been okay. Well, look how Lallana scored. The, um, well, provided the assist for the first goal, it was kind of coming from the left hand side, wasn't yep. it, and whipping it in Sterling. quick. It was Sterling, mm. wasn't it? Oh yeah, sorry, Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he beat his man so well. Mm. But Stone and Keane, they were centre backs ring with the aforementioned Gibson coming through. I might have some I handy thought options. Stones and Keane did really well. They yeah. played very, very well. Ben Gibson was given a late call up to the squad. He said he'd already printed it, uh, printed off his boarding passes for his little trip to Mallorca with his girlfriend. Oh. It's a bit of a sickness. That I mean, he loved it. He was, he was. I have no sympathy for him. It's a waste of time, <laughs> isn't it? Well, he was. <laughs> he was full Put of on the joys. App. He was full of the joys, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Getting in the England squads, we should say. I mean, he should be. We're moving towards a paperless society now. And he shouldn't mm. really be as Pete does say. I mean, it's a flippant yeah. point, but I agree with use, it. Use the Apple Wallet system. Use the, yeah, use the app. But mm. does he get reimbursed by the FA? <laughs> well, it's a good question. I think he can probably afford it. Expenses. <laughs> yeah. Write down your expenses. Yeah. Mm. Joe Hart was being very Joe Hart-like when talking uh, about being effectively moved on by Manchester City. Yeah. Um, this was before the game, of course. And he said, um, I didn't stay at City. I only deal in facts. And that's the fact. Yeah, we right. know that. Yeah, that, that's, that's you're now up to speed with us, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so can I just ask the question again then? Because I knew that was already the case. Yeah. <laughs> Hence my question. Um, he said, "I've had a fantastic experience in Italy. This was my challenge, and I've enjoyed my challenge." Oh. I mean, I understand what he's saying. I think that's great, but he he was ushered into a new challenge. Yeah, but know. he's putting a po- positive spin on it for himself, isn't he? Fair play to him for that. It's like to Tony Hares at a meeting with Alan Partridge in uh, Alan Partridge uh, episode at the start of. Uh, what is it? I'm Alan Partridge. He sort of decides that Alan Partridge has got a lot of new exciting opportunities yes. ahead of him away from the BBC. That's what Pep Guardiola said to Hart. I can see a lot of exciting opportunities ahead for you away from Manchester City. I'm not lap dancing for you. I'm yeah. not lap dancing yeah. for you. <laughs> um, are we ready to move on to Scotland? Yeah, if you want. They beat Slovenia 1-0. A huge win for the Strack. Oh, it was mm. incredible. I mean, they didn't take their chances in the first half, and they should have done. Oh, and there were some miss. questionable refereeing decisions, in my opinion. They were getting kicked all over the park, in my humble opinion. Uh, and it is humble. Thank you, Marcus. Yeah. And in, in the second I half, I just, I just didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, no, didn't I think so, it was going to happen. So it's not that humble. Because they, they, they played really well. They were by far the better team, as Strack and said. And uh, I felt for Lee Griffiths hitting the bar and the post. It, it, it absolutely looked yeah. like one of those games where it's just not going to happen, and they needed mm. it so bad. And they tightened up, really they tied up second half as well. Yeah. Would you, if it was if that was an England striker, Jim, or an Arsenal striker, <clears> and he missed a chance like that, would you feel for him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I do. I, you would be a little bit annoyed, wouldn't you? What Lee what Griffiths? Well, who, you, who hit the bar? Griffiths. Lee Griffiths. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was very. I mean, it's, it's a chance. You. you, you I, I, it's, I don't think it's a sort of Jim, do you understand Marx's point? <laughs> well, I just I don't think it's, it's a fair easy one to on be charitable when you're in a removed well, position. But it's not your team, yeah. You'd yeah, be fuming, so. though. Well, you? Are you declaring yourself a Scotland supporter, Marcus? Is that what's going on? Oh, no, I no, see. No, well, that's not what's going on. I'm just saying <laughs> that you, you was commenting on your comment about um, about Griffiths. But Chris Martin, the Derby and Fulham striker, I suppose you yeah. sort of call him, mm-hmm. got a prize as well. He was being booed when he came. Yeah, on. I saw that. Yeah, he didn't notice though, did he? Apparently, so he said. I think I think you'd have to be <laughs> literally deaf to not like it. He, um, I don't know why the Scotland fans, if they do feel that strongly about it, why don't they just come up with some sort of Coldplay-themed chant when he comes on Wow, well, absolutely. Well, at least be creative with it. Gordon Strachan was very funny afterwards. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. He listed all the players that he had heard of 
uh, Scottish who had been booed, and it was like Kenny Dalglish and one told he's like he's in great company. He must be some player. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Sam Matterface after the goal, um, it cut to Gordon Strachan and he said, "Look at his face now," and he still just looked really dour. Comes out with some funny stuff. There was there was a piece he, he commentates on what he wants to be happening. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely right. That, that leads me brilliantly. He's <laughs> written it down and just went, oh, "I'll just say it now." You're completely <laughs> right. Somebody played me the other day a clip of Sam Matterface commentary and. I, I get this slightly wrong, but but the point is 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 quite obvious. He the goal went in, and he said something along the lines of, um, "Oh my goodness, if that goal was a woman and it was the eighties, we'd be wolf whistling it or something like." <laughs> 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 what are you doing? He, used to, he, he started out doing um, commentary for the local Portsmouth uh, radio station. Yeah, I remember you saying. And he had a bit of a uh, he had a bit of a cult following down there for just being really really over the top all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's done well though. He's so what you know about, I like about Sam Matterface, but his face matters. Mm, mm. Very good. Yeah. Mine's not very good, is it? No, it's not. Bloody Awful. It's, um, awful. it's not as good what? as a terrier's thing. No, probably not. I, I think I picked early there. Uh, Scotland, six points off England, Luke. Yeah. Are you trembling? No. Um, what, <laughs> I'm just going to go to the point I was going to make originally. Um, why didn't the goalkeeper save it? Oh, <laughs> didn't it get a tiny nick off the defender? I, I it's, sort of, it's sort of like his weight was on the other foot and it went, it went really close that's, to his That's yeah. not black, the Atletico Madrid yeah. keeper. <laughs> what, is what is it about? Slovenia produced keepers, don't they? Who was yeah. it? Handanovic. Handanovic. I think there was another one as well who was who was different class. Put your reference into an outfield player. That's what you could do with it. <laughs> it's a strong, <laughs> isn't it? That's how it works. It, it is how it works. Really nice. It's easy, easy it to criticise from a far market. <laughs> and I am criticising <laughs> from a far market. I'm not being charitable towards Flip him into a Georgia Campos kind of character. <laughs> like some far, like Monty Dongo's. Like, what you do is you grow too many goalkeepers. We're going to just grow a couple of midfielders. Yeah. Like, it's like Gordon Ramsay getting to a restaurant going, well, there's too many goalkeepers. Did, didn't they have. Do you, do you, Marcus, do you remember. Like, That's all right. I thought Gordon Ramsay was in the room for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's right, too, too many goalkeepers. Uh, hello, I'm Gordon Ramsay. There's a Pot of, there's a pot of goalkeepers just going off in this kitchen. <laughs> Throw it in the bin. Go on, Luke. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> this is a kitchen nightmare. <laughs> oh, let's see what you could have baked. <laughs> <laughs> Luke. I was just going to make a really boring point about Slovenia having a good midfielder back in the day. Was it Zavic? Do you remember? Zavic, uh, yeah. Can't remember 10, too boring. Played in Italy, yeah. <laughs> played in Italy. <laughs> played, Italy <laughs> played for Valencia night. briefly. Okay, right. He might have played in Italy as well. But yeah, so I was just... Uh, but was... they have a good record of producing keepers in, in the modern era. A bit like Cameroon. Cameroon produced some, some good goalkeepers as well. But they produce some good outfield players as well. Perhaps mm. Slovenia should, should use them as an example. Again, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was a great win for Scotland, nonetheless. But Slovenia offered very little, and it was good to see Scotland going for it, and they did get their just. And they needed to, they needed to win Oof. that big time. And yeah. I think you asked me if I was trembling about Scotland uh, earlier, and I, I said I wasn't, and I'm not. But it does put added added significance on this game in the summer up in... Um, up in, is it in Glasgow or it's at Hamden, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Edinburgh. Mm, so, mm. Um, oh, it's Glasgow. In Glasgow, uh, Glasgow yeah. sorry. Yeah, so it'll be a um, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting game, and I think a fiercely contested one, mm-hmm. um, which we saw obviously in in the uh, Ireland Wales game as well at the weekend. Yeah, because it, at Wembley, England obviously won three 0 against Scotland. Pretty sure it's three. Had a great friendly up in Scotland a while back, didn't they? Was it three two? Three one. Oh yeah, I was there. Oh, well, yeah, okay, right. England were quite dominant in that game. Yeah, but it was England, a good one. That was a good, good it, game. It was a decent one. Was yeah. it windy up your kilt? Uh, I Mr. Scotland supporter. Wasn't wearing. I was in the England end. Yeah. Uh, um, was brave, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, brave heart, Jim. They were, yeah. uh, but uh, at Wembley, when England beat uh, Scotland in, in the group, it was a funny game because Scotland tried to press England, and England, you know, it was when Stones was trying to play everything from out the back, and yeah. he, was, he was getting hurried, mm. and there was a few mistakes. And Scotland had a few little chances, and then as the game went on, England settled, and then 
really just sort of blew them away. But, you know, Scotland, you get the early goal, and we know what England are like. If, if Scotland can shut up shop, England don't score many goals, you know, so you're right, Luke, there could be... Um, it, it could be a funny one up there for... I, for like, I like Garden Strachan. I mean, I would say... I that, wish um, he was more successful in his career as a manager. Scotland, well, I mean, that's his own fault. <laughs> Scotland have, have scored fewer goals in England, though, to be fair to them. I think they've got seven and we've got eight. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, watch out, world. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> so England should win 1-0. They should do, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah like, in a way, we've already won 1-0. I think seeing them toil over <laughs> Slovenia, against Slovenia is probably going to sort of... You know, stop them scoring an early goal against England. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, we're going to uh, talk more international football after this. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Just sensational. Sensational. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's time for emails with that man, Pete Degree Donaldson. <laughs> degree Donaldson? Yeah. I do have a degree. Correct. No, you um, don't, actually. You didn't claim it. You didn't pass because you got library fines. <laughs> Patrick Haverty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Haverty has come in with an email. You I've fool. been I've been listening to all episodes of your show, The Ramble. That's your problem, uh, specifically, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to admit, yeah. uh, specifically the episode where you think of methods to cheer Arsene Wenger up after the eight-two humiliation served up by Man United. Remember that match? Uh, yes, I yeah. do, Peter. As you was well that, know, was that Wenger's ten thousandth game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was it really? Ashley uh, Young scored seven, I think. <laughs> the writing was very much on the wall, and that writing said it too. Um, this. <laughs> Reminded me of a time when I was a pot washer at Chelsea's training ground. Oh. Uh, it was after the infamous game between Chelsea and Barca, where Chelsea were denied four penalties. Oh, yeah. oh, it, it wasn't four though. No, they they really say wasn't. that mm. this one. It was. Uh, <laughs> I can even remember the ref. It was the ball guy, the Scandinavian chap. Yeah, I know right. one. Um, he he was running away when everyone and Balak was chasing him down. It was never four. No. I mean, it was probably <laughs> out of push two nailed on ones. People were saying it was four, but a couple of those claims were dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Drogba apparently arrived at Cobham at five in the morning. Is he? couldn't sleep. That was a disgrace one, wasn't yeah, it? That's yeah, that was, was an yeah. effing disgrace, yeah. 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 And this summed up the feeling around the training ground as everyone was still in a furious mood. I, not being a Chelsea fan, was rather chipper and took great delight walking around the likes of John Terry with a grin all day. Anyway, in walks Ray Wilkins in a silly Ron Burgundy cheesy news presenter-style wig. Wow. I always thought of Ray as a nice chap, but he certainly had a peculiar side. However, due to everyone being in such a bad mood, everyone ignored the wig despite his best efforts to cheer everyone up. <laughs> he was talking with a weird voice and he kept at it for the whole day, even though everyone was ignoring him and was generally still in a terrible mood. Was it definitely Ray Wilkins? It was, <laughs> well, exactly, you don't know. Some strange guy. It was all rather surreal. I thought uh, it'd be the strange kind of story uh, we'd enjoy. Well, I've enjoyed that, to be yeah. honest, Patrick. It was, it was a man's rest... As Ray Wilkins dressed as Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. and, and did Ashley Cole shoot him? <laughs> Maybe it was a man with hair trying to be dressed just like uh, him. It might, very... it might have just been Ray wearing a wig. Yeah. It might not, he might not have tried to be like Ray Burgundy. It might just be... Putting on a silly voice, apparently. I, I, yeah. I, I've worked with Ray a couple of times. He's, he's a lovely chap. Has he, he ever worn a wig? No, he actually said to me... I, I, I will never wear a wig again <laughs> <laughs> after <laughs> that morning in Cobham <laughs> so when I got shot by Ashley Cole. He said, what are you thinking? Put a wig on, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't thinking that, Ray. Can I say, did he say he was, he was cleaning pots? Yeah. Pot washer. Uh, yeah. Pot washer. Get yourself um, with the Ghanaian national team. Yeah, the pot man. Exactly. Well, you're you're not getting off him though. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Pete, that's you're a funny job is. at a football uh, a football club. You've you've obviously cut up Paul. Can you get your stories in if you've done a funny job at a football club. Mm, yeah, I think so. I'd say so. Yeah, carry on. I, I like the idea of like any ex 
pro from that club, like obviously in this case, Ray Wilkins of Chelsea, mm. being given like the keys to the city <laughs> yeah. and being able to go wherever they yeah, want in the just, club at all times. Wasn't he a coach at the time though, wasn't he? On, like, yeah, he was supposed to be there. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling and ahead. The Ray Wilkins part I was going to make was when I, I went into the studio, I was working in once and I went into the studio with uh, my hair, I had a hat on, so I had like bed, bed hair, like hat mm. hair. And he went, oh, did you come here on a motorbike? On a motorbike, did you? Because my hair was all over the place. And you went, fuck off, Ray. No, I didn't Try to punch him. Because I'm respectful. <laughs> and that's why you don't get these gigs. <laughs> these gigs. And, 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 and then Ray said to me, uh, I think it might have been the first time I met him. And then he said to me, slapped his own bald head and went, I've got my crash helmet on. Hey. Oh. Oh. He's a nice like man. He's again, like a I like Ray Wilkins. I wish he'd been more successful in his managerial <laughs> he's career. A da- he's a good dad. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, good dad. dad joke. Uh, hello to Mike Harris. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, enjoying the show. Uh, it reminds me of all the great things in the motherland. Anyway, I just wanted to drop you a line the higher up the week I went to see Tampa Bay Rowdies at the weekend in their season opener against Orlando City um, and on this occasion I uh, spotted one Anthony Pulis as the manager of Orlando yeah he used to play with Portsmouth as well Tony Pulis' son is called Tony Pulis yeah what's that about and is a manager yeah. Does he also look like an angry snowman? I don't. I've, I don't know what he looks like. To be <laughs> I honest, I didn't realise he was called uh, Tony Pulis. Tony Pulis Junior. Mm. Did you just? Did you just say did he that? started his career at Portsmouth? Yeah, he did. Yeah, career. Well, Portsmouth. Uh, <laughs> Pulis. I don't know if you guys remember. Actually, to be fair to Pulis, he wasn't that bad at Portsmouth. It was mm. when they were just firing managers all the time. In the year two thousand, he managed Portsmouth for a while. Got them up to sort of. I think got like a mid-table finish or something. Uh, and he was fired for mm. Steve Claridge. Um, but at the time, his son was always in the squad. Uh, but I don't think he ever played. He might right. have played a couple of League Cup games or something. He never played a Premier League game. Too he never played a first team like, League it's, it's game. It's difficult. Though. Imagine it, Tony Pulis getting sacked for Steve Claridge now. I know, right? Hindsight. And right? then Steve Claridge was fired really quickly afterwards. The cl- honestly, it's I, almost I, as if your club was a joke. I know. Well, speaking of Pompey, Ian Cross says I saw a stat from the other day that showed Pompey had the highest attendant, uh, had attendance of the weekend with seventeen thousand or so. Yeah. Admittedly, all the good teams were off for the weekend. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, still one. Why, why put the caveat? Tell you still what, we're talking about Portsmouth. They're, they're preparing to do a U-turn up the Pompey Highway. Two 0 Two 0 at the weekend. I'm worried. They are. They're six points clear of fourth. Yeah, they'll probably get promoted now. They're six points clear of fourth with seven. Games left. It's the um, it's the Michael Eisner Disney link I'm worried about. Right? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're oh, talk, yeah. Talk of a billionaire Michael Eisner who used to be the CEO at Walt Disney. I think mm. is apparently in talks to take the club over. Which what is on earth? Yeah. Appropriate for such a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone had to do that. Yeah. Mm. Peter. Uh, Jenny Douch on the uh, Facebook page. Uh, highlight of the week for me. I'm Hang getting involved with the highlight Facebook week. page. I'm doing the Facebook later. Jim Jim sent it over. He said, oh, check this out. Message. It's a conspiracy. <clears throat> it was a message, not something All off right, the Facebook wall. Carry on. Did you have anything from Jenny Douch? Yeah, might have done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, highlight of the week, uh, Defensive Sporting versus uh, Peñarol. At 2 all, the game descended into, the f- into farce after a dreadful refereeing decision which de- denied Defensor a third goal. A straight red was given to Max Gomez for a decent... Uh, well, just for decent... Oh, for descent. She just misspelled descent. For a decent. Yeah. <laughs> for descent. Uh, which resulted in the assistant manager throwing his shoe into the home end in anger. Nice. Before um, having to sheepishly ask for it back. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. And uh, having retrieved his shoe, he started shouting, they're robbing us into a TV camera microphone. And then he got sent off for this act. He pr- proceeded to cross the pitch to physically harass the uh, linesman. quite the opposite. Then, they... Oi, already 2-0 down. <laughs> 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 just go all in. Just go all in. Do, do you think he calmed down to get his shoe back or remained yeah. angry? I what like the do? fact that the crowd gave him his shoe back well, and then he's yeah. going, they're robbing us. If you don't, if you 
don't really remember the defending for our first two goals, yeah. they're robbing us. He's <laughs> like the South, South American Mark McGee. How yeah. did they get the shoe back? I'm not being funny, but if the man has just thrown his shoe into the... You're not getting that back out of the no, whole Maybe end, it you? was thrown at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that's true, yeah. Uh, he did eventually leave the pitch. Uh, it was only because he was guided off by one of his own players. The match ended 2-2. <laughs> A great afternoon. If you do read this out, my surname rhymes with ouch. So thank you, Jenny Douch. How can you say it ended 2-2 when you said for their third goal it to go 3-0 down? Uh, denied a third goal. Oh, OK, goal. right. Oh, they were 2-0 up? Yes. Oh, well, now I get it. All mm. right, good. Makes there sense. There we go. Thanks for getting in touch. <laughs> uh, and, uh, in touch. Uh, <laughs> last, last week, you've got a correction to make about uh, Northern Ireland versus Ireland. I was going to come on to that in a minute. All right, OK. Yeah, yeah. Well, well put the boot in. Well, I'm just saying Philip Taylor got involved and said, you've made the mistake, the same mistake as the sole man in a whale shirt on my flight to Belfast while all of his mates got the flight from the next gate to Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I feel better now. That's a train journey again, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. Me. Any more, Peter, or are we done? I think we're done. Oh, let's go to Group C then, mm. where Northern Ireland beat Norway 2-0. They're yeah. not Brazil, they're Northern Ireland. A, mo- a momentary lapse of concentration, I'm sure you'll all agree, from me on <laughs> Thursday. None of us picked up yeah, on. Yeah, to, to, uh, to, to confuse them. Only, only very briefly, I have to say, people went over yeah, the top yeah, yeah. like that. Lot, lot I, silly bother, I don't think, think, I don't think they get, went over the top about it as much as they should have done, because oh God, more, pe- more people get involved if you don't mention Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Um, Are you saying they're not passionate enough about their national team? (laughs) I I think that's not under question, to be quite (laughs) frank, Jim. (laughs) Well, Northern Ireland are second on ten points. They're going very Mm. well indeed. Their remaining fixtures are away to Azerbaijan, away to San Marino, home to the Czechs, Germany, and then away to Norway. And obviously there's a lot of games in there. But... um, with that, You've got to fancy them with that. I think so. Home, well, home to the Czechs is the pivotal one. Yeah. Because they, they'll, they'll win, a, they should win in Azerbaijan, they'll obviously win at San Marino. Um, that'll put them on, what, 16 points or something like mm. that. And then if they, if they don't lose to the Czechs, you'd fancy them, I think. Norway are out of it. I now. was watching that game, I watched the highlights of that game, and there was one chance from one, it wasn't Josh King, it was someone else, they got a good chance to hit the bar. Other than that, I was thinking, Norway are oh, shit. Yeah, they yeah. are mm. they're ridiculous in <laughs> so how bad, bad they are. They've underachieved so much. We spoke about it last week, but it, it's a, it's baffling. But they don't produce hardly any good players. No. But I was looking, um, I was thinking to myself, okay, they are shit. I've, I've observed that they're shit. Mm-hmm. Who are their good players? And there wasn't really anyone worthy, worthy the name um, in, in the squad at the moment. But then I was thinking about um, their, their record appearance maker is John Arnarisa, right? He really looks like Adrian Childs now. Does he? Really? Yeah, his head's, his hair has remained the same size and his head's got big. That's, that might be what it is. He, <laughs> lo- he really He's looks thickened. like Adrian Charles. But <laughs> Adrian Charles doesn't really look like Adrian Charles anymore. That's mm. the problem, see. So Who does he look like now? He, he almost, John Arnarisa. <laughs> <He's, laughs> you've not just got them mixed up. No, he looks a bit like... He looks, Adrian Charles now looks like Adrian Charles is... Um, dad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Because what's happened is Charles, I've got no problem with Charles, I've got no beef with the man, <laughs> but you see, he, he, he does radio now, mm. he's good on the radio, but of course he thinks, well, I'm doing radio, you, you know about this, I'm doing radio, I haven't got... I'll let radio. my face go. I haven't got, yeah, I haven't got to do any de- wear any decent clothes or, or do my hair or anything. No, that's but a dig. Five Live, they've got a webcam. Ah. So they, they, they share stuff on their Facebook page. He's forgotten and about like, the webcam. And, and you end up seeing it on the Facebook page because I have, I have a five, five Live Sport uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. I like and it comes up in your feed and you think what is that Who, what have they done with Adrian Child <laughs> just sort of like string vests and... it just looks like he's being kept there against his will 
Unlike Pete, he's forgotten about the webcam. No, mm. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. mentions my clothing. The things no. I get up to. It's they just don't. as well. It's just as well. But but uh, but Northern Ireland. Yes, it, it going uh, very well indeed. Germany. Two great goals, by the way. They were two yeah. great goals indeed. Um, mm. I like this. Germany won four one away to Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan got an equalising goal. Yeah. And it, was it Thomas Muller afterwards? One of the big uh, German players said, "Oh, we were arrogant. We got complacent." And, and I love that they got complacent. Azerbaijan equalised within five minutes. Germany took the lead <laughs> and then beat them four one. It's the, I think it's the only goal Germany have conceded in qualifying. If England did that, thus far, it, it would have been like. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's happening again. Can we get the half time? Should we just score another goal? Get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we can just briefly go back to Northern Ireland, something mm. I really love about the way they play is they look, they just look confident that they can score. They believe that they can score goals. There is and a confidence. So many international teams just don't do that. You're absolutely right. There is a confidence in that side that um, that uh, Michael O'Neill has 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 brought there. It's remarkable. We said this on the previous show that Northern Ireland now play teams like Azerbaijan and Norway and I know they're not particularly good sides but Norway is still there is a, there is a little bit of a reputation there still and and, and not and Northern Ireland just play them go right yeah we're the favourites we're the yeah, home side we're, we're going to give them a game and and that for, especially for a side like um, Northern Ireland who went for so long so many years in the backwaters of international football just you know struggling to score and so on and so forth and Laurie Sanchez came along and got them going they beat England blah 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 and beat Spain yeah, absolutely. Mm. A proper scalp. Um, David Healy in the uh, in the mix-up. Uh, yeah, indeed, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But they've carried it on. Well, big Tony P takes some credit for that at West Brom. He's got um, he? a contingent. Mm, yeah. And Chris Brunt and uh, McCauley, McCauley and uh, Johnny Evans, of course. But they were well. they were already playing well yeah, for Northern Ireland. Big Tony P can take some credit. <laughs> all, right. all right. He's, he's had enough mentions already. He's greasing the gears. Yeah, he is. Um, group D, Ireland versus Wales was nil-nil. Oh, my goodness, terrible mm. challenges in this one. Yeah. Obviously, Taylor sent off, and Seamus Coleman suffering a double break to the leg. The initial surgery's been successful, but... Oh, I, I watched that the first time I was a bit drunk, and I was like, that's all right, isn't it? It was just a block, and he had the right to... And then I, the next day I was sober, and I was like, oh, that trailing leg, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, the referee really really me. I mean, oh. Yeah, it was... It, it, the one thing that really annoyed me about it, clearly apart from the obvious... Is that everyone just shared the photos? The newspapers, like the, like the, yeah. the, the national newspapers are mm. printing photos of the guy. And just think, you don't need to do that. No. Yeah, if you're going to show a photo, show a picture. Of, I understand people want to see the news, but show a picture of him on the stretcher or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you haven't got to show the actual horrific mm. imagery of it. And, and this is what we talk about when we talk about a referee's ultimate responsibility is to protect, protect the safety of the players because. Not not three or four minutes before that, mm. in what was a fiercely contested mm-hmm. affair, Gareth Bale pardoned someone at yeah. full pelt, very high. John O'Shea um, it was. Yeah. He needed and, stitches afterwards. And if it was a defender on a striker doing that, he'd have been red carded mm. straight away. Mm. I, I, absolutely abysmal challenge. Inclined to think and that's the case. Chris yeah. Coleman said after the game he thought it was a harsh yellow. For me, that's a straight well, he's, red he's, all day. He's clearly not seen it. No, yeah, I mean, he, he, can't, he can't be that partisan. He cl- and we'll give him the benefit of the doubt there because he was he was annoyed on the touchline when it happened. I mean, he probably thought because when it happens quickly, <coughs> if you watch it the first time, as the ball's coming in, Bale goes in at the same height as the ball, and you could be forgiven for thinking in in you know the heat of the moment in the in the, the quickness of the play. He went in there and he you know was looking at the ball and didn't see O'Shea's leg and and bang. I'm he's not gone blaming the same Bale height. for it necessarily, but clearly um, when you watch it again, actually the ball I think touches the ground and. And O'Shea's played it, and then Bale comes yeah, in. Yeah, but and 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 I think you're right. But I, I, with, with this, we we all see a lot of stuff that comes out after the event, saying, oh, you know, so and so is not that type of player, and it's not. We all understand, I think, by and large, there are a couple of notable exceptions to this over 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 the years that players, you know, 
Shawcross, um, you know, uh, Neil Taylor in this situation, and, and Gareth Bale in that incident there, and there's, there's many others. They don't mean to hurt the mm. player. If you if you said to a if you said to a defensive player, or any player, you're going to put a tackle in there and you're going to break someone's leg. Do you want to do it? They're obviously going to say mm. no. They, yeah, they, they don't plan to do it. And, so, and the follow through is just a bit of I don't know cowardice, effectively, isn't it? It kind of um, steals the tackle a little bit. I know what you mean. Like if you go in with one foot, you 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 kind of um, putting yourself at risk. If you go in with two, it's a it's just cowardice just for to me. Protect you're just protecting yeah. yourself a little bit more, I think. But, and, and and the trailing leg, the leg from um, the the defender was was the one that actually broke the thing, which is. My point was just going to be that players are so strong and so fast now and they and they are taught that for every football match is the most important thing that's ever happened and it's hyped up beyond belief and you'd have to be really naive to think that players don't at least even subconsciously buy into that they're taught about how important football games are they're taught about how fiercely contested they're going to be they're taught about how derbies are, are the ones that you want to win for the fans and all that stuff and because they're so strong because they're so powerful and because they're so fast occasionally they'll put a tackle like that in and someone's leg will get broken which is why the laws of the game have been adjusted to say excessive force, dangerous play, reckless, all that sort of stuff to protect the player. But for me, it's really frustrating when pundits will come out and say he's not that type of player or because they're the same type of pundit or so you can't tackle in the game anymore. Mm, yeah, and it's like yeah. The rules exist or the laws exist so the referees can protect the football players because they're, they're in danger of getting seriously hurt and that's what's happened here. I think they say it's not that type of player and I know you know this but if it was a nasty player, you would you would pile on him more and say, you see, that's why we talk about this player in certain terms, whereas I don't think Taylor needs both barrels from exactly. the media because yeah. it was just a sort of heat of the moment kind of stuff. And, and oh, he's, had, he's had the same thing happen to him, hasn't he? He's broken his leg in the past. Players are far more, far greater stature and, and capabilities than, than Neil Taylor, who's a good player, you know, have been sent off and done silly things, you know. So it, it, was, it, was, it was such a shame um, because it could, it could have been, you know, a decent game. It was, it was played... Um, with a bit of intensity, but mm. it ends up with someone with a double break mm. um, to the leg. It's, it's awful for Coleman. Did you see that FIFA have, uh, are going to pay his wages, basically, until he's rehabilitated? But that's part of the insurance plan anyway. Is, yeah. is that the norm? I don't know if it's the norm, but there's definitely insurance mm. for, for international duty injuries. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the ins and outs of the admin of it well, are. I, I Owen made, like, uh, Newcastle made about £5 million out of Owen's knee on cartilage problem. Yeah. When he's on England duty. I, yeah. I do hope FIFA have got enough money. But anyway, yeah. the Irish are <laughs> joined at uh, top on 11 points with Serbia, who beat Georgia 3-1 away with a great goal from Mitro Peter, what a hit! Yeah, a lovely I turn. Yeah, I don't I, know why he didn't do that for Newcastle, but yeah. I, I included this bit for you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. There you are. Yeah, are you all done on it? That game's <laughs> that, that group's wide open because of the Wales situation. Yeah, well, Wales third mm. on seven points with mm. Austria. Mm. Austria clawing themselves back after into, I uh, after I publicly mocked them last week. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a game that they should have won. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's a strange, strange uh, set of uh, teams underperforming and overperforming. Did you say underperforming? Because we go to Group A, Peter <laughs> Bulgaria two, Netherlands nil, oh. Spaz Delev with a double. Yeah, Deary. seen off da- Danny Blind. More Dutch struggling. Has led to a Dutch sacking, Jim. Has <laughs> a profound Dutch sacking. Danny Blint yeah. is gone. Fred Grimm. Oh, Fred Grimm. Fred Grimm's the man to take him forward. A little bit of trivia for you. Is he a Cockney? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a Cockney. Is he a brother? He's a bouncer and bailiff. <laughs> Fred Grimm was on the bench for Ajax in the 1995 Champions League final. Subkeeper. Yeah. Keeper. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Big yeah. Freddie G. I mean, this look the, haunting the goal. The, mm. the Dutch are very much <laughs> I, in in with a shout of not qualifying for a, a major tournament for the second time in a row, and that looks like an absolute disaster. But if if you look at that team. Like, who are the who are the big players in there that are going to sort of Robin. fire them? I and Robin, Wesley Schneider. Obviously, they're both aging. Past that, it's probably Kevin Strootman and Baz Dost. It's not. 
It's not a great team. It's not a great team, Jim. They I mean, it's have... not even really a good team. No, but I mean, uh, they've look... tried the good team thing. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they get really angry with each yeah, other. Yeah, they he's, fall out. He's definitely turning into a grim situation. Um, <laughs> but but literally, it is a grim situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but you, I mean, on on that though, Jim. I mean, you, you say that, and, and I and I, I do understand judged against the level of superstars they've had in the past. But the reason, I mean, as far as I can make out, part of the reason that Danny Blind has been moved on is because his selections have been inconsistent. He, he, I mean, like, in the, for this game, he, the squad he picked, he only picked one recognised left-back, and that was Daley Blind, mm. um, who doesn't always play left-back anyway. Don't worry, my son's got um, it. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't, that's that's um, not an ideal situation. He didn't pick it? any defensive midfield players. So he, he basically played, like, he, he ended up playing, Amy, I forget who it was, Amy midfield player out of position in, in front of the back four or whatever. Could have been and Martin, it, was it Martin's Indian? And he's got, um, possibly, and he's got no um, consistent, he's got, consistent as goalkeepers either. Mm. He picked Sillison, who's not first choice mm. for the club. Vorm, who's not first choice for his club. Um, but, I mean, that in itself, though, is... is but he didn't even problem. play either of them for the game against Bulgaria. Yeah. But, I mean, but, yeah, but, the, but the keeper he does... The keeper he has been picked, I think, is the PSV keeper, who apparently... I, I, and there are many people that know loads more about Dutch football than I do, have said that he's not ever really convinced in the Dutch shirt. And, and he's never really sold... He's never really answered that question, Blitz. Mm. So he's, been, he's been managing him for a while, and there's still all these question marks yeah. over his squad. But is that the sign, again, that this is that they are just in a pretty dire situation in terms of the talent available, yeah, but, that he's trying to sort of, you know, make a... You know, just make the best he can of a difficult situation where there's just not enough well, quality of, players around. Sort of, but I mean, if you've got if you've got players, like, I mean, you've got I got Van Alden in there. I mean, he's a good player. You got Robin. he's a good player, but I mean, but they know. should be qualifying for the well. I mean, Would you, okay. they qualify for the Euros. Yeah, I mean, everyone qualifies for the Euros. Have you, have That's the about, point of it. These days. I was about to say they had more talent than 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 Turkey and Czech Northern Republic. Ireland, mm. Iceland, yeah, and Bulgaria. You know, yeah. these are the sides that are getting the better of them uh, now. Have they, have they brought Grimm in just because he's an ex goalkeeper and they just want to start with a goalkeeper, get the goalkeeper situation <laughs> right, yeah. and then just build from there. Yeah. Get get Bobby Cliver in. He did an elastico. I saw him doing an elastico in a gif at the weekend. Whoa! That's there what football's go. like these days. That's An elastico gym. They're a football. F- I'm not Jim. I'm Luke. <laughs> I mean, uh, Luke. <laughs> you're, that, you're, that, you're that excited, Frank Jim. <laughs> yeah. Well, are they are the Netherlands copying the England model? Because not being shit. Well, there's that. <laughs> um, because da- Danny Blint was um, Louis Van Hal's understudy. Well, there's talk of Van Hal coming back. And, well, Van Hal's apparently wow. going to help the uh, Dutch FA find a successor. Don't want it. And Van Hal's like, no, I will be helping. I, don't want, I will be helping. Grim was the under 21s coach. Ahead. Grim was the under 21s coach who takes the uh, the job in, in the That's interim. Right. Yeah. And, and it could turn into a Gareth Southgate situation. I, I think. I, what I a tw- dream. I tweeted, from, I tweeted from the Ramble account uh, over the weekend that to me, and it seems like. The Dutch national team is what you get if you if you walk forward player power to its natural conclusion. <laughs> because they 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 should I think Jim is overstating the case when he said they're not as good as they as uh, they're not a very good side. I I understand what you mean in comparison to what they've been like in the past. But maybe they just can't be convinced to play perform like team roles. Maybe they, just, they, they just think, well, we're just going to do our own thing, and that's it. I mean, I don't watch them enough to know, but it well, seems to me they should have enough quality to I mean, look at look at how Northern Ireland punch mm-hmm. above their weight. Northern Ireland are great in some of their parts. There's no reason that, that Holland or Netherlands well, shouldn't we, do better. We, we've said this for England, but if the Netherlands do turn it round and they go through the playoffs and they qualify. And then they have an all right tournament. This will all be forgotten about. And people will see 2010, they got to the World final, Cup final. Yeah. 2014, they got the semi final. Yeah, didn't yeah. qualify in 2016. That's bad. But that can happen. They mm. didn't qualify in 02 either when they got to Euro 2000 semi final. I think they did host the tournament as well. Um, you know, England failed in 08 to qualify for the tournament. And we always joke, oh, England always breeze qualification. Portugal didn't qualify, you know, in recent memory yeah. as well. You know, it, it could end up by as they, they get through the playoffs, you know, because there is still a bit of football to play. I mean, they are six points off the French you would expect France to win that group they're three points behind Sweden and they're one point behind Bulgaria but one result can change everything well that's why they make it to change now isn't it 
to yeah. make sure they give themselves the best chance of <clears> you know, making that exact to, scenario happen. They've still got to go to France as well. Yeah, so they, they'll, be, they'll struggle there. But Sweden beat Belarus 4 0. The Swedes were awarded uh, a goal that didn't cross the line. I thought, mm. where's the technology, UEFA? Oh. And the second Swedish goal was absolutely outrageous. Oh, the keeper it, it's, error. A, it's a Massimo Taibi. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the Belarusian uh, right wing back, wonderful name, Igor Shitov. <laughs> worth mentioning, <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. That's fine. When yeah. is that not worth mentioning? <laughs> True, I, you're uh, quite right. I enjoyed uh, Luxembourg getting an equaliser against France. And then, and then, and then um, Giroud later. got a couple, didn't he? He did, yeah. What was, the, d- what was the for Giroud's first goal? I forget which goal it was in the game. For some reason, the Luxembourgian goalkeeper, who I prob- I can see probably isn't the best example of the genre, um, <laughs> inexplicably ended up in like the left back position. He, 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 like so, French, uh, French. Did he press triangle? Yeah, he might have done. no. But it, the French forward uh, wide player went down the line on the right hand side of the pitch, got to the byline. Mm. And pulled the ball across for Giroud, Giroud just to just to tap it in, mm. basically. But the keeper yeah. always like, went, right, I'm taking him on. He went down to try and get the winger. <laughs> like, just stay in your goal, mate. Anyone knows that. It's <laughs> maybe he was bored. Yeah, he he challenges it. 90-10s against his face. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the goal off at, at the sauce yeah. when, where it crosses the line. <laughs> just legging it up and taking the goal for yeah. the kickoff. Just pressing. <laughs> just pressing for the entire game. Dominate the first phase. <laughs> uh, group B, Andorra nil, Faroe Islands nil. What was your cockles, that one? I didn't even bother looking for highlights for this. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sod off, Marcus, if you think I'm getting involved with that nonsense. I can't even imagine what sort of game this was. <laughs> Both teams get a point and a clean sheet. Come I'm on. programming all the factors into my mind. Mind, yeah. the Nils, the, the Faroe Islands, the Andorra mm-hmm. bit, and my, my brain's just saying, nope. What if I tell you the Faroe Islands are on five points already in the campaign? Above Latvia. Are you backing mm-hmm. them? I'm just saying that's 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 two more than Norway. Above Latvia yeah. should yeah. never be a thing that you yeah. say. You know what? That... make a point. <laughs> oh, they're above Latvia. Oh, good. <laughs> the, the Faroe Islands, to be fair. They, yeah. they, they, although they beat Greece fairly recently. Geographically, you could make a point saying yeah. that. Yeah, so. Mm. Lovely you, You're right, though, that they have more points than Norway. Yeah. Shows you what a mess Norway are. It's great, yeah, but they're Norway not the same are group. shit. They really. Yeah. I think people because people think of them as being like a Western nation because uh, they've had John Arisa and Tori Andre. They've Flo, had a football ramble live and, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're actually decent. They're not decent. I tell you yeah. what, maybe that was it. You have a ramble live show. It's the curse. Yes. Look what we've done to England. Yeah. <laughs> look, Ireland have look managed what I to get did, away. I did in, that in verse uh, with Kit Verdi when I visited. They became all right. We didn't do a live show, there, did we? That's no. True, yeah. Marcus, when was the last time Norway qualified for a major tournament? Was it ninety eight? <sighs> You've asked me that. Yeah, they did qualify in 98. Yeah. It might have been the last time. They haven't qualified since then, have they? I can't have done. Yeah, I don't no, think uh, so. But it, well, the fact is that we we can't remember. But you're not a good team if you've not qualified for a tournament no. 20 years. I know we've got a lot so of listeners out in Norway. They're not going to enjoy this one, well, are they? Scott, probably thinking, oh, they never talk about yeah. us. <laughs> no, no, yeah. But Marcus, Scott also aren't a good team. Yeah, mm. I know. I just said yeah. it's the same as Scotland. It is, yeah. <laughs> last time Scott- <laughs> They're above Latvia. <laughs> last time Scotland qualified, they, they played Brazil in the opening game. Yeah, they did, yeah. And Tommy Boyd scored an own goal. He did. Mm, there yeah, you go. Fact for you, Like Brazil need help. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did that day. They only won 2 the break, Portugal beat Hungary 3-0. Where was the Hungarian three goals? Portugal played mm. their part. It was a shame. We wanted to repeat the game yeah. that was the game of the tournament in Euro, uh, Euro 2016. I was in the Euro 96. Uh, Ronaldo with a double break in um, his... Not break in, sorry. Brace. Ronaldo with a brace, taking his tally to 70 in 137 games mm. for Portugal. They still might not qualify Portugal, though. They're still way behind Switzerland. Mm. Switzerland going very well. They are, mm. very well. But through the playoffs, Portugal. Yeah, yeah. last minute. Yeah, they are yeah. playoff experts, aren't they? Yeah. They love yeah. that stuff. They get the Faroe Islands in the playoffs. It's Ronaldo. <laughs> it's Ronaldo. He likes the narrative, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got to be the hero in some way. So, isn't he sort of close to? Isn't he? He's put himself in the mix for another record, isn't it? Isn't it the 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 European with the most 
international goals. Like he's fourth in the list of it. Something like that. Oh yeah, there's something like that. Oh, has like 84, but the, not... the, the two in front of him, he's got a really good chance of beating. Sander Kocic? Gerber will be up there. And, and uh, Robbie Keane. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. Not quite. Um, the, the airport in Madeira, aren't they renaming it the Cristiano Ronaldo oh, Airport or something? Wow. I heard a That's amazing, isn't it? Having an airport named after you while you're still playing. It would have been his idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he's paid for the airport. He's not doing you. He's not doing you. He's a private airport. Yeah. So it's Luton. The control, just, that's me best. The control tower is just a big. Ronaldo statue. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> um, on the on the old narrative thing you were talking about with Ronaldo, <laughs> do you remember when the, the mainstream press decided that when Portugal played Sweden in the playoff, it was just Latavi Ronaldo, that's right, yeah. Yeah. and that's it. Whoever wins, they, they go to the tournament. <laughs> sort of ended up like that. <laughs> it did, they, yeah. Yeah. And Ronaldo got the better. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, more international football after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Do not forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out this Friday. Our man failed in his bet. He did, yeah. No it was one... a technically adept bet, though, wasn't it? It was quite an ambitious well, no, one, wasn't it? It was. It wasn't adept, was, was it? Oh. it was <laughs> <laughs> well, it was badly. All right. It was the complete inverse of that. Yeah. He was typing it into the, the website. Was, yeah. We were quite adept at it. He, he, got two, he, he wanted three results and he got two of them wrong. Yeah. yeah. He's, if anything, he's 33% He betted on England, which was a f- stupid thing to do. Yeah. And as I said, that Albania defence, they're not going to give away three goals. Anyway, he's out of the hot seat. No one's got mm. more than one right. Joel Glosher, you've made your contribution. Now off you go, pal. Off you, pal. <laughs> we need another one. I'll be selecting another one um, mm-hmm. for, for Thursday night's recall for Friday's show. So get your emails in to show at That's mm. right, yeah. Well, here's a thing. It's, uh, it's, it's a feature with Pete. Yeah, I'm scared about this. It's Pete's feature. It's a feature. 
Yeah. <laughs> nice. Feature on, feature. Every, every so often Pete decides he wants to do a feature, or a feature, as he said. Mm. Um, we've been given very li- limited, minimal information. Mm. And but often knock him back. But it's a testament to how much mm. we trust him and how good friends we are that we let them get away with this. Mm. Well, actually, right? it comes from Twitter, doesn't it? It comes mm. from a little thing that was happening on Twitter last week, and a few listeners said, oh, this should be a feature, and here we are. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, basically, um, Jim tried to write Ter Stegen into his phone, yes. which are, are corrected to T. Stephen. T. Stephen, yeah. question. It might have been Ted Stephen. <laughs> Ted Stephen. <laughs> you, you, wrote, you wrote T. Stephen on Twitter. So, okay. so you. Well, I was, I'm wrong now, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know about my memory. Um, a, a guy uh, called Dave pointed out that uh, Pappy Julibod. Is it Julibod? Julibod. Julibod. Sorry, Julibod. Uh, Auto corrects to play DJ Illicit, which sounds like something <laughs> someone might shout at a jungle night, he says. Yeah, play DJ Illicit like that. So I thought I'd type some footballers' names into my phone. Okay. And we've got to guess them, have we? And you got to guess them from the autocorrected result. Right. Okay. It's International Week, you know, we're doing something a bit different, you know. Are we, so are you, gonna give us the, are you going to give us the football and we've got to guess the autocorrect or the other way around? No, I'm going to give you the autocorrect and you've got okay. to mention that you've got to find out the football oh, okay. is. Okay, okay, right. Do we get clues on the footballer? <clears throat> no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just you're thinking about to pad it out a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Well, uh, give us a chance. <laughs> Shod ran mustard. Shrodan Mustafi. Yeah, 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 yes, correct. Yeah, that was easy. All right. All right. Mohammed Element. <laughs> Mohammed El Nenny? Mohammed El Nenny, correct. Yeah, yeah, correct, Jim. Admit Begonia. <laughs> Admit Begonia. Ad- Adam Lalotte? No. <laughs> no. Admit- Adam Bogdan? I'm sure you could probably do with Adam. <laughs> Is it Adam or Alan Bogdan? Admit Begonia. His name's Adam no. Bogdan, but it's not Adam. Mm. Admit. Admit Begonia. I don't know. Asmir Begovic. Oh, okay. okay. Not a current footballer. <laughs> Jokes on you, Donaldson. I'd serve some of the world of football. Jokes on All you. Right. Jokes on you. Pet, 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 daddle, don. That's taking. That took way too long. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Come on. A, you're gonna get this cut straight away, but it made me laugh. A Samoan Gran. <laughs> That's emoji. That's emoji. Very good. Victor illegal. Victor Nietzsche. Victor Ikpeba. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as an Hanukkah. As an Hanukkah. As a yeah yeah yeah. Adnan Yazadai. Adnan Yazadai. Correct. Mattel Farm Ian. Mattel Farm Ian. He's not the most popular of um, footballers, to be fair. Mattel Farm Ian. Farm Ian. Mattel Farm Ian. Well, I'm done, no, I'm no, no, I, th- I think that is actually his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a popular footballer. From Mattel Farm. Uh, it was uh, Mateo Darmin. Mateo oh, Darmin. Oh, yeah. oh, shit, yeah, I should have got that. <laughs> and uh, finally for now, uh, Clee High Ives a Boy. Clee High Ives a Boy. How is this radio? <laughs> but if someone tunes into this halfway through, Clazy and Hunter. No. <laughs> Clee high, Ives a boy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not guessing. Don't know. Kelechi and that shot. Cleves I high a boy. Sometimes you. Sometimes. I reckon they should have to use those names in commentary. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, I, I actually have brought one along to the table as well. Go okay, it might be a bit difficult. Sven got an Erica son. <laughs> He probably does, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I bet he does. He probably does. He wouldn't call him Erica, though, would he? Yeah, that does sometimes change when you put it on your phone enough, so there's lots of fun to be had there. Yeah. Mm. So if you have got a suggestion, if you typed a footballer into your phone recently and uh, something strange has come up, do get in touch, let us know what they are. T, Stephen. 
<laughs> it was actually Ted Stevens. So, uh, yeah, get involved. Uh, short at the football ramble. Yeah. Um, uh, shall we go Use to... roster. Shall we go to... Uwe Rosler. Yeah! yeah. Oh, well done, well done. Uh, quickly to Groovy Poe, had a good win against Montenegro. Big, Levin, big Lewandowski scoring mm, yeah. his 10th straight qualifier. Was he top scorer in the qualifier for Euro 2016 as well? He was, with 13. I think it's a record as well. Mm. Equal... Uh, Oh, did he equal or did he did he better David Healy's records? I thought David Healy scored thirteen. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't anyway, know. we can all agree he's in fine company. Mm, <laughs> doing well, looking good for qualification. Great, great log from um, Pishek as well for the second goal. Yep, it was indeed Jim. It was indeed Denmark who missed out last time as the worst place runner up drew away to Romania. Both realistically going for a, for a playoff spot there. Yeah. Um, interesting in Romania, four of their under-21 side disgraced themselves recently after they were found drinking on the team plane oh. and subsequently sent home. What's, what's disgraceful about that? Yeah. Drinking. I'm very confused. Have they not watched Leicester City? Yeah. How, they, how they got their rise to power? <laughs> a lot of the time you don't even have to pay for it. Hang on, they've You'd got be fools t- not to. No, they definitely plane. pay for that. <laughs> the under-21 team's got a team plane. Well, it's too much. Mm. Game's gone. Too much, too young. Can I just say that's not how Leicester City rose to power? Yeah, it, had, it had a hand in it. Drink on a plane. Drink on a plane. Jacksonville. Well, it's funny, look, you leaping to their defence. The manager of Romanian side Astro has leapt to their defence as well, saying, leave them be. I have a saying. He who doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, and doesn't pee in the sink is not a real player. It's folklore. It's not folklore. <laughs> That's literally you, Marcus. <laughs> it's folklore. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't pee in the sink. <laughs> yeah. Not a real player, Jim. No. Terrible yeah. husband. That's part of it. Right, you're very, good, you're very good in all the drills. Your trial's been successful. We're going to offer you a contract. Final question for you. Yeah. Really quick. Do you want to find a little task? Do you want to go into the bathroom? <laughs> Ah, you've peed in the toilet there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Get trust out. you. Deals off. Yeah. Can't trust you. Doesn't smoke as well. No. <laughs> Professionals out there. Um, uh, Group F, Belgium won, Greece won. The Greeks, very close to a great result here. Mm. Two fantastic goals in that game. Yeah. I mean, Lukaku's was a beauty. A textbook, like, forward-saving the day yeah. goal. Should, um, the keeper, should the keeper have maybe done better? Possibly, yeah. It was his near post, wasn't it? Mm. But the Metroglou's goal was a beauty as well. Yeah. We've only ever seen the Magat version of uh, Metroglou at Fulham. <laughs> yeah. And well, Greece and Metroglou both fascinate me, the way yeah. they've turned this around. Well, well, we said last week Michael Kibber's the manager there. Now he's got a bit of experience. Yeah, very much. Mitrogli was a good player before that weird Fulham blip, and then he's gone on to before be a... he was run into the ground. Well, he scored for <laughs> Benfica in the Champions League recently, yeah, yeah. you know. So it shows he's got pedigree. Greece had two men sent off, but they they did... seem. I couldn't find that online. I really wanted to find them. Yeah. Off, but I couldn't find them. Did, did, did Magat get his team back off that hill? We only saw them go up. <laughs> no, they're still there. Yeah, they're still still there. I'm just worried. They're, they're still worried. They're still on the hill. They're actually halfway up with the trailers all down. It's a reality show with Terry Venable. <laughs> I mean, Group G, Gigi Buffon made his 1,000th professional appearance, kept a clean sheet, of course. Yeah. Which was nice. He suggested before the match he might do as a Dan-style headbutt to mark the occasion. A dig! Yeah, yeah that is a dig. <laughs> it is it? A dig. an unnecessary dig. Mm. Diego Costa scored for Spain in that group. They won 4-1 against Israel. Costa's angling a move to France now. It's amazing, though. He's, he's unbelievable. Last week he was saying that he, he did his absolute damnedest to go to Atletico Madrid last summer, so... <laughs> Chelsea fans must love him for that. And now he's talking about going to France, whether it be Marseille, PSG or Monaco. Doesn't mind which. Yeah. Don't care which one. <laughs> as long as it's not here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here. He said, uh, now I'm happy at Chelsea. Are you, though? He means now in the sort of the exact instant. Doesn't yeah. He? But if tomorrow the Chinese come and Chelsea <laughs> tell me I have to go, I will no longer want to They're stay with tell them. You, they're, <laughs> listen, mate, you're one of their best players. They're not going to say that. No. When have you ever heard a football club say to a player, you are our most prolific scorer? <laughs> 
We want you out of here. <laughs> we out want of you to go to China. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere, really. Anywhere. <laughs> it's, uh, That's why we, 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 a few weeks ago we were talking about Chelsea going after Lukaku, and I made the point that, you know, Costa's a great player, a great goal scorer. Not the most reliable of individuals. No, right? that's right. He pipes up the whole time. Mm. Does he think that because he's a one international duty, no one's going to win? Yeah. <laughs> Look, just between you, the Spanish press, and me. Yeah. You, you stood in that pact where you don't share any news with any other country. <laughs> I said this in Portuguese. How have they translated it? <laughs> oh, wonderful stuff. Um, speaking of Atletico Madrid and Diego's, Diego Simeone has ruled out trying to sign his son Giovanni from Genova, Genoa, rather, despite his 11 goals in his first season in Serie A. Mm. I think that's that Giovanni Simeone's probably dodged a bullet there. Because yeah. you know, sometimes. You get worked double hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. He's not going to be one of those fathers who's leaning on. Happened to me, mate. I used to work on the checkouts at Safeway. My mum was a checkout manager. Yeah, oh, nightmare. No, she wouldn't hear it. I had a hangover. She wouldn't hear of it. Look, you can't eat things as yeah. you scan them. <laughs> she, she was used to that. One for you, one for me. Yeah. I thought you were from royalty, Luke. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. My goodness. Uh, let's have some highlights of the weekend, old sport. Yes, highlights of the weekend. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. It's from at one more Dave on Twitter. He said, third win in thirteen games for Swindon. Tactics Tim has been present for every defeat and absent for every win. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> what a record. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of other people got in touch with that, to be fair, but he was the first person I saw. So he's the director of football. Why is he? Why are there any games he's not at? Well, he's not. He's not technically director of football. I don't know if he's got an official role. Right. He just do, oh, does this, what he well, wants. Yeah, this his chairman's kind of under. Kind of. It's just his power, isn't it? Yeah. So. Um, what have we got here? Um, this is from Samuel Alcaraz. So my highlight is Ross Barkley, though creating more goal-scoring opportunities than any other English player in the Premier League. I haven't checked that. Uh, being left on the bench again while lesser player who can't even regularly start their club Oxford Champion mm. flounders out of position as a result Ross Barkley has subsequently deleted all England picks from his Instagram <laughs> Oh. It's a great tantrum now. That is so Ross, if you're millennial. Which you're not. You're a 23 year old man. Have a bit of respect for yeah. yourself. Um, <laughs> and and for a picture of the badge. Yeah. I reckon he got, went in a Snapchat and put a little dog's nose on Gareth Southgate to get him back. <laughs> little filter. Do you like that? Yeah. Oh, it's my, oh, you got flowers in your uh, head. A butterfly, you prick. I call this my not being picked for England filter. <laughs> <laughs> um, ben Fraser. Gareth Southgate picking Defoe. Defoe made his debut in Southgate's last ever international. I didn't know that. Yeah. He says, I look forward to oh. Jake Livermore making a return to the England squad when Defoe is the manager. I <laughs> thought it would have been nice if, as Defoe was subbed off, they played the Gladiator music. Bye, Jermaine. Yes. Hang on, oh, I thought I was back in the... No, this was your send-off. No, that's it, yeah. We learned it from Germany. Uh, it wouldn't be the Gladiator theme, you know, would it? It'd be... Um, I can't think of another song. Uh, Josh <laughs> Andrew. My highlight is Exeter coming back from 3-0 down the last five minutes to draw with Yeovil 3-3. Mm. I'm not an Exeter fan, but rather I'm from Yeovil originally and now live abroad. It's nice to see your local team in the headlines and even being compared to European giants PSG, you just have to ignore the context. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, this is quite interesting. Random fact, says Josh. In the movie Body of Lies starring Leonardo DiCaprio oh, yeah. and Russell Crowe, some kids in the Middle East are watching a football match on TV and it's Yeovil Town versus Torquay in the old third division. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know we're worthy of Hollywood despite even in the game we're losing 2-0 that's great <laughs> yeah. worth having a look at that that game but that 3-3 three, three game by the way to Yeovil some of the defending for that is horrendous <laughs> the last two goals in particular the, 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 it's, it's one of those things we talk about where you you know it's happening no one can do anything about mm. it there are 3-0 and 5 minutes left at 3-2 um, 
Exeter pile down the right hand side put the cross in the striker is just in the box on his own <laughs> takes the touch brings it down nicely slots it in yeah. and shouts Dreadful. narrative Dreadful. This is yeah. now, it's now the WWE football let's just, face it yeah. he, he just runs back to the, to the centre circle just goes this is what football is yeah. now <laughs> um, and lastly oh penultimately sorry uh, Kenny Munro so my heart of the week is uh, Solange Knowles marrying Tim Howard then going on a lovely bike ride together I didn't know that oh. what Beyond I didn't see this what? married to Tim Howard yeah, so they nice. both wow. look magnificent so on Tim Howard's now reacted Created related to Beyonce and Jay Z, brother in law. Mm. That's and, cool. And finally, Daniel Greenfield uh, says, I had it. Yeah, go on, Pete. Go on, no, you can't. That's all. She's a keeper. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> it was worth it. Oh, it was yeah. worth it. It's good to see you trying these out. Yeah. It was worth it. If Mark's had done it, you'd have had a go at him. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> and Daniel Greenfield saying, hearing the England band at Wembley play Any Camoses, Here Comes the Hot Stepper, mm. which was actually released before John Stones, Eric Dyer, Deli Ali, Raheem Sterling, and Marcus Rashford were born. Mm. Hashtag I feel old. We all do. Mm. We all do, Daniel. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of the Football Ramble this week. It's uh, It's been marvellous. Remember, the preview show is out on Friday. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. All right, bye. And it's goodbye from me. Best bit of the song is the bit that goes do 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 do. What? Walk of life, bruv. Yeah. Yeah. You need you need to make that sound more like a keyboard. You got it. Yeah. You got to do it higher. That's a brass instrument. My impression of a keyboard. Do 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 careless whisper. Do the careless whisper sax thing. I got the walk alive because I'm well tuned to Marcus's. Uh, it's too deep. It's too low. <laughs> yeah, see, it's like higher. Oh, did I get a cheap laugh? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> We're not singing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. We're already oh, sound too old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's go.